0: I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 38. And we're continuing on my summer schedule, which is coming out to about one episode of Light On, Light Through every month. And today is July 20th. It's a beautiful, sunny summer afternoon here in New York City. In just a few hours, I'll be going over to the local Barnes & Noble to pick up a bunch of copies of the final Harry Potter novel. And that's part of the reason that I've entitled this episode of Light On and Light Through, Harry Potter and iPhone. Now, I've already done an episode on Harry Potter a few months ago, and I'm sure I'll have much more to say about Harry Potter after I read The Deathly Hallows, which is said to be the final book in the series. But today what I'm most thinking about is, isn't it interesting that this summer of 2007, the two biggest draws, the two biggest events in stores all over the country, all over the world in the case of Harry Potter, but all over the USA, has been the sale of Harry Potter novels, especially today, the final novel, and the sale of iPhones. So I think that the summer of 2007 may well go down in history as the summer of Harry Potter and the iPhone, which makes a lot of sense the more you think about it. Because, after all, what Harry Potter does is magic. And if you consider what the iPhone does, it gives you images. It gives you videos. It gives you text. You can talk to a live person. You can listen to a podcast just like this one. All right there in your hand, wherever you might happen to be. Well, I would say that iPhone is pretty close to being a magic wand or something that we might expect to find in a group of wizards and witches in Harry Potter's realm. And as a matter of fact, I'm sure that if that series of great novels had been written a few decades ago, there might well have been something like the iPhone in that Harry Potter series of stories. I know that I was certainly thinking about the iPhone, not by name, but certainly about what it might be able to do a long time ago, in fact, back in the late 1970s. And in 1978, when I was writing my doctoral dissertation, I said that I fully expected that someday everyone would have a device which they could use to access any information that had ever been produced from anywhere in the world, anytime, night or day, and eventually even off this planet as well. Now, that was published in my doctoral dissertation entitled Human Replay in 1979. And I didn't really think about how long it would take for something like an iPhone to actually be available. But I didn't think it would happen quite as quickly as it did, which I always take to be a good thing. And the reason that I was thinking about what has become the iPhone back then It's not that I'm clairvoyant, I certainly didn't have the name iPhone, but I had been developing a theory of the evolution of media that I call the anthropotropic theory, anthropo meaning human, tropic meaning towards, for example, plants grow towards sun, so they are heliotropic. But I think that media are anthropotropic, meaning that as media evolve, they get more human in function and performance, not less human, not more artificial, but less artificial. For example, consider the fact that the telegraph, which sends information in abstract dots and dashes that has to be translated into words, has been largely replaced by the telephone. In fact, it was replaced by the telephone really beginning at the end of the 19th century. By 1901, there were ten times as many phone calls being made as telegrams being sent. And that's clearly because, well, in the natural world we talk. We don't send abstract codes and convert them in and out of dots and dashes. If you think about the origin of photography, it clearly began as something that was black and white. It was something that was still. It didn't move, didn't have any color. That was back in the 1830s and 40s. It was an extraordinary, miraculous invention then. But over the decades, sure enough, photography took on the attributes of motion and the attributes of color, and in doing so, in effect, became more human. Now the web itself has been moving towards greater humanity. It started out as just a medium of text and over the years developed a great capacity, well you're hearing part of this right now, for you to listen to sounds, podcasts, music, to see motion pictures, video clips. But one thing that was pretty much missing from the web was the ability to access it from any place in the world. Now cell phones had already been doing that first for telephone conversations and then increasingly in recent years, as you know, for things like texting, sending photographs, and even preliminary email and web access. But what the iPhone does is something quite different, it's really a signal breakthrough because for the first time you not only have a phone that you can talk to someone on, send email through, listen to music pre-recorded music, which is what iPods do, but you can also access the web with the same and complete degree of navigation that you have on a computer. So I think that's an extraordinary development, and in fact, I think it's so extraordinary that I am now writing a series of blog posts every day for a site called iPhone Matters, I-P-H-O-N-E matters, M-A-T-T-E-R-S dot com. No space between the iPhone and the matters. And you'll find my thoughts on iPhones five days a week, posted there at 8 o'clock in the morning every day. And, of course, you'll also find a lot of what I'm thinking about the iPhone on what has now become my main blog, infiniteregress.tv. So I hope you enjoy both of those. I'll be back here again soon with some more thoughts about Harry Potter. Certainly I'll have read it, I'll have read the final novel by the time I talk to you again. The Light On Light Through Podcast is proud to be part of the Blueberry Network. That's Blueberry with no dot com. You are listening to a Runaway Network Podcast from Runawaynetwork.com. Yes, indeed, and the LightOnLightThrough.com podcast is now proud to be part of two networks. The Blueberry Network, which is sweet, and the Runaway Network, which is very edgy. And in fact, you'll find a lot of sweet and edgy stuff in the LightOnLightThrough.com podcast. com podcast. I think those Obama Girl videos from BarelyPolitical.com are not only fun to look at, but they are revolutionizing the political process. They're going to have the effect of drawing into the political process lots of people in their teens and 20s who otherwise would never get to the polls. So bravo to BarelyPolitical.com. Hey, take a look at Mad Men. It's a new show on AMC-TV. It takes place in the 1950s, and it tells the story of a very talented ad exec. Among his clients are Lucky Strike cigarettes, and this is just around the time that the bad news of all the harmful effects of cigarette smoking are finally getting out to the public. And it looks like next week, Richard Nixon may be one of this firm's clients. He's thinking of running for president. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. Promo. Mm, And that's the sweet music of our promo suite. That means we're coming to the end of this episode of Light On Light Through. But coming up, you'll hear a great promo for Mike Thinks, MikeThinks.com, the savviest podcast in town. Go over and take a listen. You'll definitely enjoy it. Hey, and you're going to hear a promo for Sean Farrell's patio book of my first novel, The Silk Coat. Sean has actually finished the patio book now. As a special treat, you'll hear an interview that Sean did with me. Actually, I don't know how much of a treat it is for you to hear more of my voice, but Sean did do a very good interview, and you can hear that now, as well as the complete patio book. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Sean's webpage. Just go over to lightonlightthrough.com, and you'll find a link for it. And you'll also hear a promo for the Punk Horror Podcast as well. So listen, it's been great talking to you. I look forward to talking to you next time. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy. (laughs) Check out the Mike Thinks Podcast, www.mikethinks.com. News and current events with an opinion. The Mike Thinks Podcast. It's the news you missed. www.mikethinks.com. The Locus Award-winning novel by Paul Levinson comes to life in this free podcast novel. Journey into the Ancient World. Witness the wonder of ages past. and Join Phil D'Amato in a struggle against forces both ruthless and unseen. Visit www.thesilkcode.blogspot.com to learn more about the author and the novel. And subscribe today at patiobooks.com. Join the battle. Witness the wonder. Or forever be victim to the awe and power of The Silk Code. Phil D'Amato is ready. Are you? Punk Horror Podcast. Coming to you every other week from Punk Horror Press. Featuring The Punk and the Pastor, a movie review show featuring David Giannis and Stacey Campbell, and author Red fiction featuring the best in horror and punk fiction. Don't miss it! Subscribe now at www.punkcore.com.